Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all you little weirdlings out there. Thanks for joining us again for another creepy week with Team Boozers. My name is Alicia, and here with me is my producer and partner, Jeremy. That's me. Jeremy, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm having a good time. Good. Me too. <laughs> good. 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 We, we sat here for two hours <laughs> shooting the shit. Yeah. We, we <laughs> should, definitely should have been recording long before we actually did. Before I get started today, I have a big announcement to make. So Jeremy came to me a year ago nearly exactly because Ashley and I had started Murder Nerds and he wanted to start a podcasting network since we, um, he had worked on the radio show and has been recording for like ever. Many, many, many years. (laughs) So he offered the opportunity to work with him as the first podcast on the docket so that he could get a feel for podcasting and then later on broadened his horizons with the call guys golden image podcast here at Tusop and indiana chiefs fans so in the beginning i mentioned to him that i thought it'd be super rad to start a paranormal themed podcast and he was on board and then logan also came to him about a paranormal podcast and thus the United States of Paranormal was born. So the whole point of me saying all this is Jeremy has been a huge supporter since day one. Uh, With so many things, even outside of the podcasting world, he just really has became a father figure to me. And I appreciate him and everything that he's done this for this whole team so, so much. Um, With that being said, the last six months have been kind of rough for me been in the thick of it just with my own mental health and don't worry I've seen a doctor Jeremy (laughs) Jeremy knows don't worry (laughs) but um yeah I I just had some issues and throughout all of this I decided to take a step back from hosting Tusop um and just sadly I've just had too much on my plate which I'm sure anyone who knows me well enough can contest I bite off more than I can chew and I overwhelm myself but uh between being a wife a mother working five to six days a week on evenings staying home with my kids during the day doing the social media thing for several of the podcasts here at Golden Mojo which we very much appreciate thank you I appreciate that um, working on murder nerds, working on two stop, transporting my kids to their other parents' houses, just trying to be a good friend to those close to me and enjoy time with extended family and now planning a wedding. I was just spread entirely too thin and every aspect of my life has suffered. But, um, sadly two stop was the only thing that I had to cut out, but I know it's an in incredible hands, um, with you, Jeremy, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Bobby is a wonderful host who has also interest in the paranormal. And I'm glad to hear that her and Jay can do this together. Um, I kept telling Bobby that she needed to get her butt out here anyway <laughs> and start a show. So it's kind of funny how things have just worked out perfectly, but I can't thank you enough, Jeremy, um, for this experience. And I appreciate you for not being angry or upset with me. Um, you know that I could never be angry with I you. I, t- we, We've had these, like we said, we talked for an hour and a half before we even started recording. (laughs) We've had these conversations. Yeah. I know, I know what you're going through. And it is, you know, I think, I don't think people understand the amount of research and time that doing a podcast and especially one, 
as full as the United States paranormal mm-hmm. and doing the research and try to make sure you have a good story and the correct information. Yeah. Um, how much time that really takes, you know, during the week when you're not behind a microphone. Um, I, en- I personally, I enjoy it and I know you enjoy doing the research and learning these things too. Um, I would never be angry at you for for stepping away. So, you know, you've got to take care of the family and take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you for supporting me um, and helping me get myself back together because I've been a fucking mess. (laughs) (laughs) We've Uh, had our moments, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you. For sure. Uh, Working with you, Matt. Brandon and I guess Logan too has been absolutely wonderful and like I told them before I have absolutely no hesitation with jumping back um, and as a guest host whenever I'm needed so y'all can't get off easy from not hearing me ever again (laughs) but this will be my last episode as a formal host co-host for Tusab um And I just wanted to cover what I really enjoy talking about the most. And of course, it's the holiday season. So I'm going out with a bang. All right. (laughs) Christmas for most people is one of the happiest times of the year. Obviously, there's like at least a thousand songs written about how wonderful Christmas time is, right? Oh, yeah. The lights, the decorations, the presents, the The desserts. The mistletoe. The mistletoe, Santa. The naked mistletoe. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, that's... Wow. I don't know where that came from. Well, it all makes this feeling of joy and excitement (laughs) bubble up inside of us, right? (laughs) It brings out the love that we have for one another, the pleasure in giving and helping, and just overall makes us feel all warm and fuzzy. That is naked mistletoe. That is naked mistletoe. <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about any of those stories that I, but I'm covering today. It's going to be uh, different lore and cryptids surrounding Christmas and other winter holidays from around the world. And most of these are virtually unknown compared to, say, Krampus. Uh huh. But they're equally, if not more, terrifying. All right. Are you ready? I am now. Yeah. <laughs> First on our list this evening comes from the Alpine region of Germany and Austria. She goes by many names, most commonly Fra Pecha, and also the Christmas Witch, or Bircha, or Bertha, the Alpine white woman, Spinstubinfra, which means spinning room woman. In Jeremy's face right now. I'm taking all of this She's in. so many that's, names. That's, wow. I, Bertha the bitch? Is that what you said? I missed... No, just Bertha. Oh, okay. Bercha is another way to say her name. But um, Fra Pecha resembles an elderly woman, um, but she's like often seen with an iron beak on her face. Okay. She looks houseless wearing tattered old clothes and rags and she carries a cane in her hand and she hides a long knife underneath her skirts but why oh why would this elderly woman need to carry such a deadly weapon right right well according to lore Frey, fra pecha really likes cleanliness and organization she also enjoys spinning you know like 
spinning yarn or thread. I thought spinning, like physically. I thought you said spitting. No, spinning. I did spit when I said that, <laughs> but no, <laughs> spinning. Okay. And I thought like spinning around in a circle, like. I can't even think of what those things are called that you spin and they, they uh, anyway go ahead get the knife out <laughs> no but like spinning like yarn or thread okay. um, on the 12th day of Christmas which is January 6th because the the first day of Christmas is Christmas day December 25th. I always thought it was the 12 days before Christmas. I kind of did too. No, it's the 12 days. Christmas is the first day. Okay. And then it goes to January 6th. Um, So on the 12th day of Christmas, she will come into your home and inspect how lazy you were. Eating her bowl of porridge that you have to leave out, a la cookies and milk for Santa. Right. Um, But if you didn't have your flax spun, she would set fire to your home using the unwoven flax. And if you didn't have your home tidy or leave out the porridge, she would come into your room as you were asleep, use that big old knife, slit open your belly, pull out your guts, and stuff your insides with rocks and straw. So Merry Christmas, right? (laughs) Wow. I know. Fra Pecha also is known to fly in the sky during a legend called the Wild Hunt. And during the Wild Hunt, which is said to occur during the last three-thirds days of Christmas, Fra Pecha will ride in the sky alongside um, with her army of servants called the Pechtan. They look an awful lot like Krampus, okay, which is kind of ironic, but um, that could just be a coincidence. We don't know. But during the wild hunt, Fra Pecha and her servants fly overhead and they look for lost souls or the souls of unbaptized children to join her army of Pechtan. Jeremy's face right now is killing me. I don't me. even want to be part of that lore. It's that just sounds scary. horrible. So yeah, this is definitely a good story to tell your kids if they refuse to clean up after the gift explosion that happens over the holidays. <gasps> I see where this is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is, right? Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Clean up, eat your porridge. Or Fra Pecha is going to uh, come slit up in your belly and <sighs> stuff it full of rocks and straw. Can can you... <laughs> you ain't going to live past that, I have a feeling. I can't wait to show you the picture. And like... If you're listening to this, go to our social media and look at the picture of Fra Pechta because she's fucking terrifying looking. She's so scary. She looks like a like Muppet, but not. At least the, one of the pictures I saw. Great. Now I'm just picturing Miss Piggy. <laughs> she has this like crazy <laughs> iron beak and like a babushka hood up and these like crazy eyes. Spooky. Oh, wow. I hate it. Next on our list. Oh, here we go. Comes straight to us from South Wales. And this one's pretty common. I'm curious if you've heard of it. Um, it's I've heard of him before, but definitely not like widely. He's not widely known outside of the area of South Wales. This legend is called Malie Lloyd. So the Malie Lloyd is a tradition dating back to 1800 um, by text, but it's said to have been a tradition that's dated back thousands and thousands of years, predating Christianity and, and Christmas entirely. The Malie Lloyd is essentially a horse skull on a pole decorated with lots of ribbons, glass balls fixed into the eye sockets, 
and of the skull and a white sheet attached to the skull hiding the stick that is attached to hide the person that's carrying the skull around. Have you ever seen this before? I have not. Uh, it's like Welsh tradition. It's bizarro. Um, so sometimes people got real creative and they would come up with a mechanism to make the jaw of the skull like open and shut and make the Molly Lloyd look like it was speaking. Uh-huh. So what would occur with this tradition is a group of men would get all dressed up nice in their suits and ties and best clothes and they would decorate themselves with ribbons and sashes too. And then they would carry the Molly Lloyd from house to house. They would knock on the door of everybody in town. And once the owners would answer, they would begin singing a song kind of like caroling, like caroling. Yes. Um, So for their song, they would ask them to enter the home as like payment. Uh, and then the people would just give them a reason why they couldn't they couldn't come in like, oh, we have guests or, oh, you know, we're getting ready to go to bed. And then the group would then sing another verse and then the people would once again give them a, a reason why they couldn't come in. So this kind of like back and forth thing would continue until the homeowners would just run out of ideas and then the group would force themselves into the home and the people that live there would have to feed them. <laughs> Naked mistletoe time doesn't... Uh, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't seem work. so stupid now, yeah, huh? doesn't work a lot. That's an, my excuse. It's naked mistletoe time. <laughs> Go to the next house. Right. So during um, the like little feeding, they would put on this entire performance during while they're all eating. And it's like, kind of like a play uh-huh. but it ends in the molly lloyd running around the house and scaring the occupants or simply just like entertaining them and some villages would pay the people to leave or not enter the home at all so this tradition varies when it happens depending on the village or the town that it's being that's throwing this thing that they're doing i don't even know what you would call it uh tradition traditional play i don't know it's kind of bizarre but it always happens during christmas time and this tradition has created this cryptid like creature out of the molly lloyd and there's a lot of tradition that behind it and stories for like time's sake but i'm not i'm not gonna go into all of them because there's like they all vary depending on the village but it definitely is like an original caroling kind of like caroling that we see today but just more scary more scary yeah so they would go house to house to house in one single night or did they pick like different nights because i mean why would you want to go to several different houses to eat i think it's like snacks so like some crackers and cheese or probably yeah (laughs) but they like yeah the thing the molly lloyd is fucking scary looking like it's literally just like a like a cow skull or a horse skull. Right. It kind of looks like a hobby horse. That kind of, but with a skull and then the stick. And then some people dress them up like with ribbons. Like I said, they usually have like a glass eye or some kind of freaky eyes. But it's really it's a really common Welsh tradition. I I I got to admit I just don't get it. Why that would be a thing. The purpose doesn't make any sense. It has pagan roots. 
allegedly. Right. I don't know. That's just that's just weird. Yeah, it's freaky. Oh, I imagine whoever actually is doing the quote unquote caroling gets off on it big oh. time. Yeah. Ew, what if it's like a weird kink? That could be like furry type thing. I'm not here to kink shame, but <laughs> I'm here to kink shame. <laughs> Stop scaring people <laughs> for your sexual exploitations. Uh, Next up. Naked mistletoe everywhere. <laughs> Next up, we're taking a trip to Iceland. Now, I'd love to go to Iceland. What about you, Jay? Um, Sure. I They make some great water. I, I love my Icelandic water. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, over there. <laughs> that was the last thing I ever expected to come out of your mouth, is I, I really like their water. I like their water. Yeah. Iceland is gorgeous. Like, it's beautiful. Do you remember when Sky and Jess went there yes. for like a literal weekend? Oh, they yeah. They landed, they toured, they got back on a plane and came home. However, he did bring me some Icelandic beer that was absolutely delicious. I really? Wish I, could, I wish I could remember the name of it. I've got an empty bottle floating around here somewhere, but it was really? delicious, yeah. I'm so jealous. It's beautiful. It's beautiful there. Um, just maybe not during Christmas time. No, not mm-hmm. during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Let's skip it. Because during Christmas time is when the evil Yule cat or Christmas cat comes. This is the second story in a row I've talked about a weird cat. Weird cat, yeah. I'm not even a cat fan. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> According to Icelandic folktales, the Yule cat is a giant, and I mean giant, cat with glowing eyes and sharp claws. Yule cat is widely feared in Iceland and probably one of the most popular cryptids there. It comes down from the mountains where it lives with Gryla, who is also a giant who lives in a cave in the mountains and she's pretty nasty herself um she likes to leave the mountains to hunt for bad children to cook and eat oh yeah but yule cat is somehow more scary in my opinion okay this cat will come down the day after christmas and stalk the town while it's stalking it will look into the windows and try to find sleeping children Okay. Yep. Want to know what really pisses off the Yule cat? When he can't find any sleeping children? No. Children not getting clothes for Christmas. Not getting clothes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's pause on that for a second. Okay. Yeah. He does not like that. He um, thinks that all children should get clothes. Yeah. So. Okay. To avoid being stolen by the Yule Cat and taken back to its master, Gryla, for her to have a delicious Christmas meal, you are to set out your new Christmas clothes so it can look in and see that you got new Christmas clothes. Okay? If you didn't get clothes for Christmas, well, you better count your blessings and set out your finest clothes that you already had. Because then maybe Yule Cat will be kind to you and you'll pass its fucked up fashion test. <laughs> is, is this the is this the um, um, tradition of 
of parents who give their children clothes. Now they are grateful for getting clothes for Christmas mm-hmm. instead of toys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I hated getting clothes as a kid for Christmas. This is time for toys. No, funder- underwear, funderwear. Fun- funderwear. <laughs> <laughs> underwear, funderwear. We used to love our funderwear because we'd always get Spider-Man. Or... Are you talking about underoos? Uh, underoos, yeah. <gasps> I got underoos a couple years ago for Christmas when they came back. <laughs> <laughs> what was on them? Harley Quinn. Oh, love yeah. me some Harley Quinn. I got Harley Quinn under his where I got Batman. Nice. Yeah. Wouldn't you get him the Joker? I don't know if they had, I, I don't know. You'd think. You would think those two would go together better than Batman. and. It's kind of like a villain thing. Yeah. It's not a. <laughs> I get you. I get you. I love Harley Quinn, so it's all, it's all good. I have a funny side story about Batman. Okay. So, as you know, uh, I like to go to conventions. Yes. Comic conventions, anime conventions. And her outfits, ladies and gentlemen, are usually pretty damn amazing. Thank you. I love making them. That's the fav- my favorite part of the whole thing is making right. my cosplays. So, we lucked out and got a suite, a really, really nice suite. And there was a staircase going up to the second floor of our suite that was outside of the room because it was like two rooms that you could rent out separate or the whole thing. Right. So um, we were partying as one does at a convention. I know. <gasps> what? Right. Bad, bad, bad. So we <laughs> walked outside of the room and right outside the door was the staircase and laying on the staircase was somebody cosplaying in full fucking regard batman nice or regard regalia words escape me words and on top of him was catwoman <laughs> okay <laughs> and we opened the door and went oh no <laughs> and then it wasn't 2 seconds later the fucking fire alarm was pulled so we always joke that like they were boning and she was being bad and pulled the fire alarm because it was like a villain it is Catwoman. yeah yeah funniest convention story ever like they were just going to town so and jokingly, there was a giant window right there too jokingly or not were they boning on the stairs yes okay in full attire well hey Teach I mean, their own. <laughs> I mean, I would dress up like Batman to. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this this whole lure was just so parents could get away with Buying getting their kids. Cl- yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I've, I think I've heard of the Yule Cat. Have you really? I don't know the story, but I know I've heard the, the, the term. The term, yeah. All right. Now we're going to go to Southeastern Europe to learn about the next creepy-ass legend. Hold on. I'm stamping my passport. There you go. We're (laughs) going around the world. We're going to see it all. In Greece, Bulgaria, Turkey, Serbia, Albania, Bosnia, and Cyprus, the grossest little shits are said to roam around during the 12 days of Christmas. Okay. What did you just say? The grossest little shits? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. These critters are called calicanteros. Okay. Say that with me. Nope. Calicanteros. <laughs> they are basically like little goblins or trolls, depending on where you at are at 
geographically. Um, and the way they look kind of changes. Um, so sometimes they have random animal parts like horse legs or <laughs> I know. <laughs> like mini horse, like a little mini horse. <laughs> It depends. To me, I'm going to preface this with, to me, when I hear about this, I'm like, how is this all the same cryptid? Right. Because they all sound different. Yeah. Depending on where you're at. Um, Some have boar tusks. Some have donkey ears. um, Some look like little evil monkeys. And that's usually the common thing is they look like little fucking monkeys. I hate monkeys. Really? So, th- I, did you not know this about I me? I did not know that you hated monkeys. I do not like monkeys. They okay. weird me out. I specifically don't like gorillas and apes. Because of the size? I mean, they're just kind of... No. Mm-mm. They look too humanoid. Okay. I don't like it. I don't really like kangaroos. I think sometimes they look like people in suits. <laughs> I don't like bears. Like when they walk on their hind legs. It freaks me out. They look like people, like okay. weird people, but gorillas especially don't well, like it. They pretty much walk like humans. I mean, we are supposed to be adapted from man is supposed to be from ape. Is that not correct? Their hands especially give me the icks. Their fingernails and stuff. It looks like it. Bleh. <laughs> There was, and this all stemmed from Ripley's, believe it or not, because there was a monkey that like looked exactly like a person. It was a chimpanzee that looked exactly like a person and it scarred me. He like smoked cigarettes and stuff. Hated it. Hated all of it. I always thought I'd like to have one of those little, little, uh, monkeys, like you a, know, uh, like a capuchin or a see, spider monkey. You ever see, I think a spider monkey. Yeah. Uh, you ever see friends when Ross had that monkey <laughs> yes. and if you watch big bang, the Big Bang Theory. Um, Amy Farrah Fowler had the monkey that was in her apartment that you smoked cigarettes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh God! I watched this guy on TikTok who has a spider monkey, and he calls it his son. And like, that's fine, but that's weird. And he changes its diaper, and then they do like this whole jumping thing together, and the, they jump so fucking high. How is that thing not jumping on your face and ripping it off? Mm. Well, in all honesty, they say that uh, you're not supposed to have a monkey as a pet because they will turn on you quickly. Oh, yeah. Which I want to cover that story of the woman that got her face ripped off by a monkey on Murder Nerds. On Murder Nerds. Yeah, there you go. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that's next week, people. Yeah, that's next week. God, I fucking hate monkeys. I'm, I'm here nor there. I mean, I could, uh, I could have a monkey or not have a monkey. I got a dog, so... The best dog. Yeah, the best dog in the world. That's right. But have you seen that video of the guy with the kangaroo? Or, excuse me. There is a kangaroo. He lives in Australia. Which, they're like deer there. Which is so crazy to me. But they're not all humongous. Like, what is it? The red kangaroo or whatever? They're fucking huge. Uh, I couldn't tell you. He lived in this house with these big, huge windows. And the kangaroo walked up to the window and could see its reflection and was like flexing at it. Oh, nice. Have you seen that video before? No, I have not. And it starts like pounding at the window like it's going to break the fucking window. <laughs> but it looks like a person's body. It's, I yeah. mean, kangaroos are fucking muscular. Yeah. But it's got like this kangaroo head and it looks terrifying. 
I'll have to see if I can find that somewhere. I will find it and I will show you and you okay. will be scared too because I fucking hate kangaroos. <laughs> That's the scariest part of this episode is talking about monkeys. Monkeys. And, <laughs> and bears. Like the bears that like stand up and wave at you. Or that really sad story of the bear that was like it was forced to stand upright in a cage its whole life. So when it got put in like a rehab, all it does is walk upright and it looks like a person. Have you seen that? Uh-huh. It looks like a fucking person in a suit. And it's so scary to me. <laughs> fuck a killer. Fuck a ghost. Stay away from the Stay away walking from bear. The, the walking upright <laughs> animals. Jesus. Do you remember the movie Congo? Uh, I've never seen it. With Amy, she talked like a person. Fucking scary. scary. Planet of the Apes, hate it. No man. Planet of the Apes was a little strange. It was a little bizarre. <sighs> I hate it. So anyway, these... <laughs> the Calicanteros are little troll guys. Some of them look like monkeys, and I hate it. Um, <laughs> I forgot where we were at. We got, a, <laughs> we got on the monkey, monkey story the there. The monkey train. Blech. I will actively avoid going to see the monkeys at like a zoo or orangutans. <gasps> God, their faces look like people faces and their hands. It's I think it's their hands, especially. It could very well. Now, see, I enjoy going and I'll set in the orangutan exhibit and in those windows in the Fort Wayne Zoo and just kind of watch them mm-hmm. do their thing. Well, and it's like a lot of them, their hands are like. Like white yeah. people colored. Yeah. And it freaks me out. <laughs> I really don't like monkeys and apes. Uh. So sometimes um, the Calicanteros, they're human sized, but sometimes they're like really, really small. But either way, they are always covered in hair. Like a lot of hair. Okay. Their whole bodies. And they have monkey tails and they're always up to no good. Like, what do you mean? We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) So, this is the weird thing about them. Really weird characteristics. (laughs) They're almost completely blind, which you'd think would be a problem, right? They they talk with a lisp. (laughs) (laughs) And they really, really, really like to snack on small animals like frogs and worms. Okay. So the Calicanteros were said to live and dwell underground all year long, which would make sense why they're completely blind. Like, you know, like moles and Yeah, yeah, stuff. because they live like, in the darkness. Yes. Um, so when they're underground, they spend all of their time sawing at the world tree, which is part of um, the folklore of that area and kind of how the world survives. There's like this giant tree that, like the roots are underground and it like helps the world flourish. Um, so they saw at this tree in hopes that it will collapse. But then when Christmas time arrives, the Calicanteros emerge from the ground and they just start fucking shit up for humans. Um, during this, that time, the world tree is able to heal itself. And once January 6th arrives, they have to go back and start their work all over again. Mm. So while they are on the surface of Earth, 
they cause so much trouble. Um, they mostly appear at night when they feel most comfortable because, you know, that whole like living underground thing. Right. Um, if you're out walking at night and you're not baptized, these little demons will literally climb onto your back and force you to carry them wherever they want you to go. Okay. <laughs> Once the sun comes up, though, it'll hop off your back and just leave you like really, really tired and exhausted. Well, yeah, because you've been hauling them around all night. Yeah. That monkey on your back. Oh, there you go. Now, a lot of adultery happens at night, you know, like sneaking off to a lover's house or visiting a brothel all while your partner is fast asleep. The Calicanteros will punish those who were out sleeping around on their husband or wife. Um, if they saw you leave your home to go cheat, they will sit atop your door frame and wait. And once you try to sneak back into your home, they will jump on your back and start really messing you up. They'll like dig their nails into your neck and back. They would beat you with sticks. They would slash and hit you and just, just beat the ever living shit out of you. Then they will force you to run around the forest with them on your back until the sun comes up. <laughs> and the only way to get the Calicanteros to leave is to confess your adulterous ways to your partner. Interesting. Yeah. Which is interesting to me because I'm thinking this is a way, okay. When you think about people doing it, right? Sometimes you get scratches all over you <laughs> if things get a little crazy or you get like bruises or whatever else, hickeys. Um, and I'm wondering if this was created to when you come home and you've got this damage done to you, you confess to your partner because they obviously can see it. And the, you're like, no, I already got fucked up and punished. The Cali Cantaros got me that this is from them. I've already been punished. You don't have to punish me. See what I'm saying? No, no, I know exactly what you're saying. But see, I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to say that the partner who was asleep caught them sneaking back in and then beat the living <laughs> fuck out of them. And then when the authorities showed up, it was like, it was a Calicantra. <laughs> he was cheating on me. They caught him. That's why he's... That makes sense. Bludgeoned the way he is. Hilarious. In Turkish folklore, the Calicanteros is more of like a Sasquatch creature. Um, in, in their folklore, it's kind of harmless for the most part, but there are stories of it imitating the voice of loved ones that are, it's trying to lure people and it's trying to lure people out into the woods so they can take them for, you know, a joyride on their back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta go get milk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take me into town? Take me into town. I got to go to Walmart <laughs> where we blend in naturally. <laughs> the only way that you can escape them is by saying Kara, which is allegedly Turkish for the word black. I don't know why, but that makes them leave you alone. Really? Yeah. It's a safe word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, in Bulgarian folklore, it's said to be the Calicanteros are shapeshifters. And in Albania, they are said to be undead corpses that just walk the earth at night during Christmas time. See where I mean? Like, they're all, all different. different. yeah. 
they've somehow, since this is a tight area within Europe, they've all kind of came up with their own versions. Yeah, but they all seem like different things to me. Um, either way, they're all fucked up little demon things, little goblins. And they remind me of skinwalkers, the way they can shapeshift. Right. They're stories of skinwalkers that like use your loved one's voices yep. and try to Delurian, get you. Yeah. yeah. Or like, help! Or whatever, you know, screaming that. So that's what I think it is. I don't think it's a Calicanderos. I think it's a skinwalker. And it's just... Uh, out in the middle of Europe. We talk about that. Uh, was it last night we were watching Ghost Nation? Mm-hmm. And the place that they were, the home that they were investigating, which was an Indiana home. Mm. Um, Where in Indiana? Um, uh, I can't remember the name. It's down by it's down by Richmond. Okay, so far away. Yeah, it's a little ways away. But um, the voices, the EVPs that they were catching was um, imitating uh, one of the actual investigators' voices. No fucking way. I just got so many chills. (laughs) I would literally die. It was was pretty weird because you play it back and you're like, yeah, those kind of sound like him a little bit. Okay. Total off the wall side note. Taking a side, we're taking a, we're taking a side trip on our passport around the world. (laughs) Have you heard of a mimic? Yes. And how, like, the legends of mimics and stuff? Yeah. Okay. I always thought they were bullshit, and it's just, like, your imagination. That was until after I had Valeria. Uh Uh-huh. We were still renovating our bathroom upstairs. Okay. And we had to shower in the basement shower. And um, Val was maybe a couple weeks old and our two oldest were already in bed for the night. It was like nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night. And I was downstairs showering and, uh, we have a stairwell that goes into the basement right off of our kitchen. There's a door. So you have to like open the door if you want to see, but you can hear pretty clearly if somebody's at the top of the stairs right, down right. to the shower. Cause it's all open concept. And I heard Roy go, Hey, what are you doing? Or something. And I was like almost done with my shower. So I, you know, got out and was drying off and I called him and I was like, Hey, what did you need? And he's like, what did you need? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you yelled, Hey, what are you doing up at me? And I said, I heard you, (laughs) his voice that Roy has a very distinct voice. I heard your voice say, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, no, 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 no. You yelled, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, there's a fucking mimic in our house uh, that mimicked both of us. At the same time. Yes, we just heard. And that's like another thing is, do those people hear, if you hear a mimic, can it change based on what the other person would hear? You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. Have you ever had that happen where you like hear someone in your house or hear someone say something and they didn't say it? Have you ever had that happen? Um, no, my thing was when I, when I'm falling asleep and you kind of get between being awake and being asleep, I've been jostled out of that by somebody yelling my name. Uh, no. Gross. And I don't know if that's just in my own head. You know, I I never understood it, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm -mm -mm. I always just thought it was kind of that plane between the two. 
uh, being awake and being asleep. That, yeah, I uh, hate that. Or like you feel like you're falling. I would do that in class all the time. I would oh, fall yeah. asleep in class and think yeah. I'm falling off a skyscraper or something. Yeah, but that that's I've never had a I've never had a mimic. My hearing is so bad these days. You know, <laughs> it, I don't even if I had a mimic in my house, I don't think I'd hear them anyway. Be like. Did you yell at me from the other room? Well, no. there's the okay. stories of people seeing, like they straight up see like, you know, their parent or their right. significant other, like walk into the kitchen and get something out of the fridge and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And then they like turn the corner and they're like, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Right. Hate that. I would, I would just simply pass away. I, I don't know what I would do. I would. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, oh, no. good stuff. Good stuff. The, 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 here you get a peek into our everyday lives here. Yeah, our terrified, what, yeah. paranoid lives. <laughs> yeah, our paranoid. <laughs> we uh, actually did that last night. We were uh, standing outside with Ozzy, and it looked like something was in the yard. And we're like, what is that? And it looked, Bobby's like, is that eyes? Is that reflection <gasps> of the light in, some, in, in an animal's eyes? And we're like, we're like trying to check it out from on top of the new deck. <laughs> Since Colton likes to listen to me talk about my deck. His big, my huge really big deck. deck. Yeah, um, so nice. <laughs> uh, so I ran back in and got a flashlight, and I'm like, "Well, we're gonna figure out what this is." You know, I thought maybe a possum or a raccoon or something mm-hmm. like that, but it was the we have a wheelbarrow uh, uh, decoration in the yard. Yes, and it, it was the reflection of the neighbor's Christmas lights in the metal on that. It was so weird, Are but it's amazing. The, the point is, is your mind. Dude, it does Plays crazy things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially since we started really digging into paranormal for Tusop. I find that uh, I notice things that may or may not be there. You know? Oh, yeah. So. I cannot, before I go to bed at night, I love researching stuff like this. I like, especially personal stories. That's what really gets me. And I end up on spooky, crazy, scary TikTok. All the time. I was going to say TikTok is the worst thing to watch before you go to bed. And it never fails. It never fucking fails that I end up, not during the day, but at night before I go to bed to try to calm it, you know, like relax yeah. myself on scary fucking TikTok of like <laughs> things poking their heads out yep. from behind trees. And I am I just have to scroll. As soon as, soon as I look at them, I'm like, nope. Nope. Next. Got to go on can't do this i'll save you for later i guess i'll bookmark you and come (laughs) back tomorrow when the sun's up i want to see what i'm about to see but uh and it's the worst it's literally like i have to watch it i can't not i'll think about it all day about i wonder what they saw (laughs) i would when i was pregnant with val i would watch a lot of alien stories on youtube and would fall asleep to alien stories Uh and then i'd have alien dreams right Oh yeah! Oh, that's they that would come a, and take my baby right out of my belly. One hundred percent a thing. Oh yeah, yep. it's stupid. Your mind works. Your mind works in mysterious ways. I hate it. Why is it got to do that? I'm just trying to enjoy a little spook. I don't want to <laughs> be scarred for the rest of my life. But the murder stories don't do that. Um, only the paranormal stuff. I don't know. Some of these murder stories that we've covered over the past 50 episodes will will haunt you. Oh, they haunt me during yeah. the day. Like, I, my doors are all, all locked right. all the time. I'm checking my video camera anytime there's movement. <laughs> it's somebody walking their dog, but no, it's the spooky stuff that once, can come into my house uninvited. Once again, we talked about it with, with Ashley about 
going to Walmart and you're always on guard because you never know when you're going to get shanked mm-hmm. over a bottle of ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> did you know, speaking of letting things in uninvited, did you know that based on like old witch lore, you are not supposed to put out a sign that says welcome outside of your house? Oh, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're just allowing it to come in. Yeah. Because it's, it. yeah. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. So... I've really rethought about my yard decor because I'm like, I'm just letting this shit in. Yeah. But you know how you can combat that? Putting a broom outside your door. A broom? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Or something that they will have to count because for whatever reason, ghouls and goblins and ghosts have to stop and count things. All the bristles in the... Mm Mm-hmm. Will they get... Detoured after a while? They will get, well, they'll get detoured by having to count that. Uh-huh. And then by the time, they can't finish it by the time the sun comes up. Oh. And then they have to go back to wherever sucks fucked up place they come a, from. Sucks to be you guys. <laughs> There's other things. I can't remember all the things. Like a bo- uh, um, a bowl of sand. You can put that outside your door. Um, I would think I would go with something like sand yeah, or a big like bag really of rice where yeah. you just put a big bag. It's like, yeah, good luck with that. You Pebbles. Get, yeah, you ain't getting that rocks. done by morning. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Alicia messed up. She put a bowl of rocks out there only had 12 in it. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a sign that says there's 13 inside. It really confused them. It's like, I've only got 12. <laughs> Where's the other one? <laughs> A bowl of jelly beans. They're like, do I get a prize if I get the number? <laughs> you can eat my soul. <laughs> so, honestly, I could go on and on and on because there's a lot of fucking cryptids and weird lore that surrounds winter and the winter holidays and the winter solstice. Um, but these were some that really stuck out to me and the ones that I thought the, were the most interesting. So, Jay, do you know of any weird Christmas time traditions or lore? Well, I mean, anything that revolves around Christmas is kind of a weird, you know, you're hanging your socks on the fireplace or um, putting a star on top of the, I don't know that that's weird or, but it's I mean, weird. you know, the, each of these traditions all have their bases in some weird form of uh, leaving cookies, like you said, leaving cookie, milk and cookies for Santa. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's all weird when you think about it because it all comes down to how are we going to survive the winter? That's They all are based on, based on that. How are we going to survive? You see the blank look on my face? Yeah. You have to explain that to me real quick. So think of... I'm having... Oh, I caught you off guard on this one. So putting out your stockings and it essentially goes back to... Everybody gets an apple and an orange. Like, that's your treat. Okay. Your something sweet to last you, those sugars. Ah, gotcha. Um, what's the tree? The tree has something to do with a harvest, doesn't it? I, I, I honestly don't know. I've never actually researched what all different Christmas lore is. It's all weird. I mean, we all take it for granted. Oh, yeah, because it's just fun. Yeah, because, you know, you put up a Christmas tree or you put your stockings on the, on the mantle or... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you wait till Christmas Eve to put the kids' presents underneath there so they think that Santa was in, you know, in your house or trying to think of the mistletoe, the garland. I mean, the, all that stuff has 
has different lore behind it at some point. So yeah, to thank the gods for to for another the harvest. Good year, yeah, yeah, the harvest lasts. I I've said this before. I said this with one of Ashley's, but Santa's the weirdest thing to me when you really sit and think about it. Like it seems like so great like fun but it's so cre- like i visually vividly remember thinking about oh my god santa can see me right well and you know you can take that into the whole the whole uh god concept too where you know god watches everything that you do yep and that's why i have trauma from religion thinking about god <laughs> seeing me touch myself at night <laughs> hey can i put some blinders on just, just look over what is ashley what's doing there? right now what's logan doing right now just look down there look down there I, logan's I need... also touching himself oh, son of a bitch god's, real, up, though, it's weird. god's up here with his hand on it over his forehead just shaking it <laughs> rubbing the the migraine <laughs> <laughs> for real though it's so weird it's so creepy like i hate it i hate the thought that you can never somebody's always policing you somebody's always watching the big brothering you it makes me so uncomfortable yeah but you know and we talked uh what you're talking about that you think of like elf on a shelf and that and how that mm-hmm. how that uh you know the elf is always there and then he goes at night to tell santa what you did during the day while you're sleeping and he comes back and he's in a different place. I love when all these people take that help on the shelf and then do dirty, dirty things with it. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like there's the elf at the strip club and Barbie's on Barbie, the pole yeah. and there's money everywhere. Or, you know, um, he's pooping little Hershey's kisses out. You know, <laughs> that shit is fucking hilarious and I love it. Oh God. I could look so at funny. that. I could look at, uh, uh, elf on a shelf, crap all the time you know what people do the imaginations of people are amazing we have one at work i don't have one for my kids because there's there's enough shit that goes on during christmas time i don't need one more responsibility right right. but we have one at work and i have to fucking move it every night and i forgot to move it and had to rush around (laughs) find a place for this damn elf to go we have a llama that i'm in love with this llama it's huge Uh and it sits on one of the bookshelves and i found a little hat a little stocking cap and a little scarf and wrapped around it so i could leave him out and i had the elf riding the llama and the kids were like where's the elf i'm like i don't know just look around (laughs) they get a treat if they find it oh sweet we have a baby grogu uh at the camper and I'll go into the camper and and change where he's at because he'll be on the back bed or he'll be on the front couch or, yeah. you know, but I'll like put him up above the curtain things <laughs> or hide him in the bathroom somewhere. You know, Next time I'm there, I'm going to be like, where's Grogu? Where's Grogu? <laughs> he's, uh, he's somewhere. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun for a while because I would change him up and then be, Bobby would come in and be like... How did Grogu get there? It's like, I have no idea. He must have forced his ass from over in there, right over there. That's yeah. just fun. But It's that's fun, not- but yeah, it, it, it's fun to play games with your kids, but like telling them like, I mean, obviously do your own thing. You're, they're your kids, yeah, not you mine, guys, but yeah, you guys do you. really think about like, should we be telling our kids that something's watching them all the time and make them paranoid? Because then you create someone like me who... It's paranoid. It's constantly looking over their shoulder. 
God. Yeah, yeah, good idea to get into true crime and paranormal there, at least. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the worst decision I ever made. That's why I'm medicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she loves it so much. It's like it. I cannot satisfy that hunger of I need more paranormal. I need more cr- true crime. I know it's weird. It's nuts. I'll never understand it. I mean, I wasn't before we got into the podcasting world and started doing true crime. I never ever thought about listening to those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with me, I started it because I wanted to make the best podcast for murderers that I could make. So I want to see what other people did and how they did it. And, um, same thing with, with this. Once we got into paranormal and decided to do this, I did. A, I mean, I would watch the shows with Bobby. Yeah. But I would never spend as much time researching it and looking into the depths of it. You know, you just kind of get a show and you're like, oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Move on with your life. But there's this search, constant search for why or what is it or there's got to be an explanation. And there's a lot of times not an explanation. For me, with the true crime, it's about solving it, thinking yeah. of things that maybe somebody else didn't think of. Mm hmm. Or thinking of those things and finding out what the answer to those are. Because uh, in episode 50 of Murderers, when I did the Angie Barlow. You killed it, by the oh, way. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Uh, I've gotten a couple good responses from it. So Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, you know, doing that. And then as I'm researching it, I am I have questions of my own, mm-hmm. you know, that weren't um, weren't part of that. So I that's my biggest part, as I enjoy trying to figure out what all is involved paranormal is the same way trying to figure out why this place is haunted what caused this yeah to happen it just doesn't happen overnight because you know there's always a reason behind it so i always think it's funny when people are like if ghosts are real why are they all like from the 1800s why is there not like the ghost of (laughs) (laughs) somebody from the like 90s that's like What's what up, bro? <laughs> Super yeah. rad. Me uh, and my uh, my windbreaker <laughs> suit. What's my advice up to this week, dude? <laughs> it's like, dude, that's showing off the air years ago. What? Every ghost that's seen is in like Elizabethan attire. Yeah, it is kind of weird that yeah, it's like they were in old attire. Well, and that comes back to the question I asked Bobby in the last two stop episode you see a ghost in old Victorian clothing, you know, it's a ghost. Mm -hmm. If you see, if you work in a hospital and you see a nurse walk down in scrubs, you don't think, yeah, you think it's a nurse walking down the, down the hallway in scrubs. Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's why that uh, most of the paranormal is, is the older stuff because that's what we see as different. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Think about that. Good point. You got there. Because I keep looking. I'm going to find me some more paranormal in my hospital. God. The hospitals just give a vibe that well, is I mean, creepy. I mean, we've talked about uh, attachments and, you know, spirits attach to things that are, um, when they pass, they attach the things that are close to them, that are personal to them, maybe in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you know that it's not... Uh, Oh God, the bedpan or, you know, whatever they attach yeah. to, you know, something that's high energy example, and yeah. traumatic for them or whatever. For me, it was always, why wouldn't they attach themselves to their patient file? Cause it's their file with their name on it. There was a 
TikTok that I had seen so long ago about a guy who bought a house and um, as he was like going through the house and finding all the nooks and crannies as you do he found um, a, like a hidden door and behind the door he found another door and I believe and there were patient files stuff back there from like the early 1900s from a, a hospital that had been shut down for like you know decades and uh he didn't know what to do with them he's like didn't, are they gonna haunt me because <laughs> right right yeah you just don't know what they what those spirits attach to when when they when if they don't cross over and where what are they doing so mm-hmm. um you know i know that there are uh, i've seen pictures from inside of that place that somebody has taken of apparitions walk in the hallways in that hospital so from your hospital mm-hmm. <gasps> what yep. i'm sorry we didn't talk about this <laughs> are you sure i'm sure yeah i've never do you have the pictures no i do not oh we need to get no pictures. i the guy that had them is long gone he does not work there anymore oh i thought you meant he was dead <laughs> no 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 oh gosh he might be i don't know i haven't seen him in a long time but he was he worked a night shift and uh, was uh, on one of the floors and he, it's a long picture and it's really hard to see but he has a picture of an apparition moving across the, the oh hallway at the, the very end but yeah pretty that. crazy I have heard story of some of the outbuildings you know I had a, a friend that uh, was in one of the buildings and he had walked up to do some stuff up on the third floor and um he saw the he saw a patient standing in the window looking out the window mm-hmm. and uh he had went back down and said well you know that that room is still occupied i can't get in there and they're like no he that patient died about four or five hours ago quit it yeah <gasps> oh i'm just look at that i know drive in and yeah get you <laughs> this is the Ooh, same this is the same building this building in particular, um, there was a uh, uh, delivery driver who refused to go into the building because um, she felt it. Oh, she, really? Yeah, she wouldn't. Uh, she wouldn't go in. She refused to deliver inside the building because she was sensitive, and she 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 was like, "This is not a good place to be." Wow, that's crazy. Now try working in that building as you're closing it up because uh, they're not going to use it anymore and you're the only one there on the basement floor <laughs> and the elevator opens up. I would just fall over. I yelled. I was like, I got time for your shit right now. Move on. <laughs> I swear where I work is haunted. I always joke that there's a library ghost, but oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. It's an old, old library. Like we just, and we just did renovations. So, oh yeah, there's no doubt. Renovations bring out the bring out the worst of it. I do believe that you're disturbing the the field. Well, um, um, let's go back to Jen's Jennifer Williams's story that we did, and you know when you know it was in there that the old man was in there, but when he started renoing and taking away from what he had built, mm-hmm. that's when he really got him worked up. So I mean. Mm-hmm. be crazy that story is still mind-blowing to me well and as i bring up jennifer williams you know alicia is leaving the united states mm-hmm. of paranormal 
I have her replacement in the rocker chick, Bobby, mm-hmm. or as Logan likes to call her, Aunt B. <laughs> but I did bring in a third. And we have talked about, we talked about um, uh, in the past, some of our listeners said Team Boozers really needed a third. They thought, you know, would really kind of add to it. So I decided this would be, this would be the time. So Jennifer Williams will be joining joining will she? Team oh Boosters. God, yay! Yes. So the next episode uh, for Team Boosters will be. Sorry, Alicia. It's the new Team Boozer team. It's okay. I still support you guys. I know you do. You still love us all. Two incredible women <laughs> hopping on board. Love it. I'm excited. I'm excited to work with them, and I know that uh, I know Jennifer is excited to be a part of this too. I'm so glad. Yeah. Jennifer's killer. So is Bobby. They're both going to do so well. So I can't wait to listen. Yes, you have to check it out. So in a couple yeah. of weeks, we'll be have our first. Uh, um, it'll be after the first of the year. Awesome new but, year, uh, new start to yep. two zap. Well, it's at least Team Boozer. Yeah. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the past episodes, don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is the best and easiest way to help support the podcast. Which episode is your favorite so far? What do you like about the podcast? What stories do you like to hear the most? Do you like haunted houses? Do you like aliens? Do you like cryptids? Do you want to hear other things? Uh, let it, let Tusab know. Not me. I was going to say let me know, but don't let me know. I mean, you could. I'll pass on the word, but... Um, feel free to also contact on social media pages, uh, two stops on all popular pop platforms and you can email two stop at the United States of paranormal at gmail.com. Um, there's also a website that's up and running that features some pretty dope merch. So if you want to share your love of the podcast to those around you, get some merch, please Show love. Yeah. If you're a fan of Tusop, you might also be interested in one of the other podcasts from the Golden Mojo family of podcasts, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds. And before I sign out today, thank you guys for letting me take you on some creepy and spooky journeys over the last year, and I promise I will be making some guest appearances in the future. But until next time... Oh, wait. No, wait. Don't do your sign-off. Why? Because I want to say thank you. (laughs) I want to say thank you for starting this journey with me and here at Team Boozers and all the work that you have put into United States Paranormal and, you know, especially with all the work you've done with uh, Golden Mojo, doing all of my uh, all of my socials and stuff like that, which, you know, this is not goodbye for me and Alicia. We are still going to work together. It feels like it, but it's not. (laughs) We are still going to work together on Murder Nerds and she's still part of the Golden Mojo family and she will be back. She'll be back and give us a Give us a rundown of what's been going on. Maybe she'll maybe she'll call me up and be like, I want to come do a story. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll get her. Oh, my God. Me in a room with three women. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out. But but thank you. Thank you for all you've done for the United States Paranormal. And I'm going to miss you on, on these episodes. I'm going to so. miss you too, Jay. But like I said, it's not a goodbye. It's not like you're moving it's to another country. <laughs> yeah, for real. It feels like it. It's so weird. We were talking about that earlier, how it's like so somber because if, if there's an end to it, but it's not. I'm going to literally be here in a week and yeah. record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just a little, it's going to be a little different here on the Boozer side. And, yeah. uh, 
you know, it's been, we've been doing this for almost a year together and it's been fun and I've enjoyed every minute of it. And me too. I hate to see you go, but I totally understand why you need to. So thank you. Thank, you know, Matt and Bose and Logan for understanding too. They're, they're great. They They are great. Yeah. They're all busy too. They get it. They, they totally get it. Yeah. Totally understand. So. All righty. Well, until next time, keep it creepy and see you on the other side. Bye. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D, or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.